For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Tiger fans, welcome to episode 65 of the official Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club podcast, bringing you all the latest news, updates, and buzz surrounding your mighty JSU Tigers. I am the Corey C. Be sure to download and subscribe to the podcast to be notified of every new episode. Apple Podcast users, rate and review the show. And everyone, follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Twitter. It all helps the cause, which is the I love, Jackson State University. All right, I'm here with Chuck Bishop and Neely. We're in the Tiger Den right here in the Athletics and Assembly Center. And it's official, Deion Sanders is the head coach of Jackson State University. We just had the press conference, and right now, I don't know what to say except I have chills. So how are you guys feeling? No doubt about it. I mean, uh, chills is the right word. I think uh, uh, you think about it, we just left revival, if you will. <laughs> church. Uh, it was very much a, a church-like uh, sort of uh, – festive atmosphere uh, with Dion leading the congregation. I'll tell you what, um, you take a look at today and you seriously are looking at a paradigm shift in, in terms of uh, Jackson State University, uh, Jackson State football, and the HBCU community as a whole uh, in terms of uh, what every, everything that Dion brings to the Jackson State football program, um, from recruiting to fundraising to you you think about all the ancillary pieces of what becomes uh, Jackson State and Jackson State football. Uh, Dion is essentially telling everyone that he's looking at setting the foundation of what we will become in the future. So, uh, if you aren't excited, I, I just I can't say any much more to you because he, through his podcast and through his words today, tremendous. Yeah, I agree, Chuck. Uh, certain and total paradigm shift. A game changer, not mm. only for Jackson State University, but for the SWAC and for HBCUs in general. And and I was motivated by his words, mm. but I was moved by his silence. And when he started off and had to gather himself and was brought to the point of tears, it showed me the sincerity and appreciation that he has for being our coach, being a part of our rich history and standing on all those shoulders uh, that have put this program in a position that it can attract a Deion Sanders, mm-hmm. and a Deion Sanders would want to be a part of it. You know, everyone is looking at this thing that, you know, what does Deion can do for us? What can he do for us? And it's really what this program is doing for him. And exactly. you saw yeah, that in yeah. those first couple of minutes when yeah. he was just like, whoa, you know, I am on 1400 Street. <laughs> mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. is where Walter Payton went to school. Mm-hmm. This is where Liam Barney who was the prototype for my game. Exactly. You know, I developed everything I did off of what Liam Barney did, and now I am. And you could just see that he was taken aback by it all. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I was moved by that. And his words, I think, were, like you said, Chuck, it was revival. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Uh, He had the right tone, the right tenor, the right energy. Mm -hmm. uh, And it wasn't about him. He made it about us. Right. Right. That I need you guys. These are my plans. These are my visions. 
but I believe I can do it, but I believe I can't do it without you. Mm-hmm. So I, I think the, it was a good tone setter. The bell is rung, mm-hmm. and, and now it's time to go get them. And, and I think I just I just think this is one of those days that you're going to remember mm-hmm. where you were. Absolutely, yeah, no doubt about it. And, and you talk about those tears. To me, it seemed like that it, it hit him. That's when it finally right. hit him. Like you know what? I, I'm I'm a coach. It's been a goal that he's been talking about, and it seems like that moment it, every it just kindly set in. And for me, it still hasn't set in. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I've just been. You know, last night I couldn't sleep. I already couldn't sleep. And then his <laughs> podcast dropped at 11 o'clock with the official yeah. announcement. Yeah. So I was like, we talked about it being Christmas Eve, and it definitely felt like Christmas Eve. And mm-hmm. I don't know when it'll it'll finally just sink in. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you, you beat me to it, Neely. I think this is something that years down the road I'll look back on and say, man, I was there. And, and, you know, when it happened. To, to that point, he had a moment. And I kind of looked around the audience, and there were plenty of people who had a moment with mm-hmm. him uh, because it was almost just kind of taking a look. A, a, a broad look at what Jackson State football could become, and everybody kind of collected themselves for a second. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I saw, you know, one or two people dab their eyes uh, in, in agreement with Dion. And you just kind of take a look, and it, it, there is this is very exciting times, if you will, for for Jackson State football and the Jackson State community as a whole, uh, and the city of Jackson. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is you, we, when I say paradigm shift, we're not just talking about a shift for 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 Jackson, Jackson State. We're talking about the SWAC, HBCU football. More eyes will be on absolutely on all of us. So I, I, it's just such an exciting day, and I really that part hasn't washed over me yet. But I, I see it. You know, I feel it. So mm-hmm. it's it's huge. Spot on, Chuck. I, you know, it, it's hard for me to imagine this day going any better. Mm-hmm. That this day not reaching or exceeding expectations. Uh, for its pageantry, for its reverence, even the crowd. You know, if anybody's been to a Jackson State home game or a road game, we make noise. Mm-hmm. But this is one of those moments where we were almost reserved when <laughs> right. he walked in. You know, and it was because you know, the pastor's taking the pool. Yeah. The general is about to speak to the troops. Uh-huh. And A.D. Robinson, to his credit, is like, no, nah, come on, Tigers. We, right. we can, you know, we, exactly. let's, let's get going. Exactly. But I think the crowd, at least speaking, speaking for myself, I was just more so like, wow, <laughs> like this has happened. Right. And now that this has happened, I know the things that that can happen going forward. Mm-hmm. The ripple effect, if you will. You know, we just dropped a huge boulder in the lake of 1400 Lynch Street. And for decades to come, ripples are going to come off that. Mm-hmm. And just like we sit here now and, and, and you have, you know, a, a, a Casey that comes to Jackson State mm-hmm. and he comes because of a patent. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's built. It, no connect, no direct connectivity. Right, right. But it's that synergy of it, and so it's the same thing with this Dion hire. These next two, three, four years, and what it's going to mean for the next twenty years after that. Sure. We can't calculate today, mm-hmm. right. but we're going to be able to sit here twenty years from now, mm-hmm. and God bless us all. Be like, you know, <laughs> that indoor practice facility. <laughs> yeah. That indoor turf practice facility. I remember. It was September 21st, 2020. I was there at the AEC, <laughs> mm-hmm. and we hired Dion. And he, you know, fellas, here it is, 2026, and we just crossed 10,000 students. Yeah. I remember Prime said during his uh, uh, coach acceptance press conference that we were going to increase enrollment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'd be yeah. damned if it ain't happened. Like, right. We're going to have these happened. benchmarks right. that come right. just off a of hiring of a football coach. Yeah. And his remarks that were – not just football program based, but athletic department based. He he told the other coaches, "I'm yours. We're together. Mm-hmm. You got a dog out there. You're trying to go recruit. I go with you to get mm-hmm. him." Mm-hmm. 
you've never hired a coach before that has said that about his other programs. Sure, sure. Like it's one athletic department. No, our coaches coach what they do. He right. said his family. Yeah. Right. He said we're family now. So right. imagine if you're a Dr. Ted Flogaitis, a soccer coach. How, do, how does that make you feel? Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're a Tamika Reed, even though she has you know, a lot of success in recruiting, but but how does that make you feel if you're a Mark Thorne, a track coach? So I mm-hmm. think it's, it's a win-win for everyone. Uh, obviously the student athletes can imagine what, how they're feeling. The city of Jackson, I just think this is just going to be a, a revitalization if you will. A lot of energy. We talked about the economy of Jackson centered around Jackson State football in a a recent episode. So I think all those pieces are starting to fall into place and everyone will benefit. And and Corey, you you mentioned the the student athletes. I I can't imagine being an 18 or 19 year old talking to uh, Coach Prime Mm -hmm. and getting this, you know, this TED talk Mm -hmm. on a daily basis. You know, I'm I'm in awe of mm-hmm. you know the, the the Jackson State athlete that that's coming the the ones that are here now in terms of what they're going to have access to. Mm-hmm. Well said, uh, because that you know we're the sum of our relationships, mm-hmm. we're the sum of our friendships, and and now you're going to have student athletes not just in football but in the entire athletic department. You're going to have uh, our marketing and media people, our sports information department, uh, our contractual people. Uh, who who deal with television rights and those kind of things. Even the students who are getting degrees in journalism and that experience, they're all now going to be attached mm. to this name mm. and to this era. And everything that comes from it experience-wise mm-hmm. is going to be a direct result of them having been here during this time. Sure. And what's that's going to do, not just recruitment for football. Mm-hmm. You know, guys, we grew up and we watched NBCs on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And we had no idea if Notre Dame had a law school or not. (laughs) (laughs) We had no idea if they had a world-class journalism department or not. But we saw those gold helmets. We saw Touchdown Jesus. And you knew that was a great school. Because why why else? I mean, they on NBC is Saturday morning. Mm -hmm. Notre Dame must be a great school. Exactly. That's about to happen at Jackson State. Mm-hmm. We're going to go, and I'm, I'm, I'm reading the tea leaves, y'all. <laughs> this is nothing I've heard from A.D. Robinson or I'm not privy to some inside information. This is pure speculation. Mm-hmm. But I'd imagine in 2021, Jackson State will have more games on TV in that season than we've had on five seasons combined. Right. Mm. What does that do for the brand right. nationally? Yeah. yeah. What does that do for the mystique nationally? What does that even do for our opponent? Mm-hmm. If we're on TV and we're playing somebody, mm-hmm. they're on TV too. That's true. So now you have a whole marketing pitch around, just like you have schools who say, hey, I know Alabama didn't offer you, but if you come here, you know, we play Alabama. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so, hey, right. kid, mm-hmm. uh, I know Jackson State, you mm-hmm. know, didn't sign you on, didn't you offer a deal, but keep in mind now we play Jackson State. Mm-hmm. So why don't you come on down here to fam? Right. Down to, this is a, this, a rising tide lives all boats. Right. All boats in HBCU world are about to lift because of this moment. In the next 10, 15, 20 years and beyond, we'll be able to look back to this moment and say, you know, that catalyst, that mm-hmm. change, that paradigm shift started on September 21st, Absolutely. 2020, when Deion Sanders agreed to be the head coach of Jackson State. Let, let me throw something out at you guys in terms of, um, and we've all been getting texts over the past week, week and a half, and um, I know for me personally, I've gotten so many texts in terms of, of how this is not going to work or, <laughs> or how, uh, why you guys are, are making a mistake, uh, if you will. Uh, Neely, you know, we were talking offline, and, and you mentioned this phrase, the, 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 the uh, soft 
bigotry. The soft yeah. bigotry of okay. low expectations. Yes. Talk a little bit about the soft bigotry of low expectations in regards to uh, addressing the naysayers. Well, let, let me do it from 30,000 feet, Chuck. Okay. You know, Chuck, Chuck is a... Chuck is is a is is a, a, a read the tea leaves guy. So you hear a chuckle about that. And I'm a thirty thousand foot guy. I like to look at things from way above. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing I'll say: when these rumors first broke out that Deion Sanders may be coming to Jackson State, you had an audience out there, and it wasn't just a Jackson State audience. Uh, it was a HBCU audience that refused to accept and believe mm. that he would come here. Mm-hmm. That's what I call the soft bigotry of low expectations, Mm -hmm. that somehow you look in the mirror and you don't see yourself worthy enough Mm. of this caliber of a person. Wow. Yeah. I don't wake up in the morning as an HBCU grad, as a Jackson State grad especially, and look at the world that way. Mm -hmm. I think that a former first lady, Michelle Obama, would love to be the president of HBCU. Wow. Mm. FAMU, mm. Jackson State, Tennessee State, mm-hmm. doesn't matter. Yeah I, I, yeah, I think Condoleezza Rice would love to be a provost at an HBCU. Yeah. You mm-hmm. couldn't convince me otherwise. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. when I first heard these rumors, why not? Why, mm-hmm. why not? Why because not? since 1877, Natchez Seminary, our historic football program, and I'm talking about Chuck, the history you know so well. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm talking about back even before the Roy, Roy Currys. Uh-huh. The Roy Currys, you know, I, I mean the deep history. Everything we have done at 1400 Lynch Street was to put this program in a position that a person like that would want to be here. Wow. That a person like that would be successful here. Mm-hmm. That it would be a magnetic pool that they would say, I want to coach at Jackson State. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, we have a guy that we just named as head coach that could be a head coach in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Mm. He certainly could be a defensive coordinator in the NFL. Sure. He most certainly could be a positions coach in the Absolutely. NFL. Absolutely. No doubt. He could be a coach at any level in the Power Five, in the SEC, the Pac-10, the Big Two, you name it. Mm-hmm. We used to have this slogan, choose Jackson State, I did. Right. Deion Sanders chose Jackson State. Mm-hmm. He could have gone anywhere in the world. So when I don't look at it as like, oh, that would never happen. I look at it as like, no, it did happen because of what we have built. We're standing on the shoulders of Walter Payton, mm. Liam Barneys, mm. Robert Brazil, Jimmy Smith, Jackie Slater, yeah. Harold Jackson. I mean, just the list goes W.C. Gordon. These are people who invested their life's work into creating something for this moment. Right. Mm-hmm. It worked. I never doubted it. Mm. Didn't know it would be September 21st, 2020. Right. Didn't know it would be prime time. Right. But everything we have done since Natchez Seminary 1877 is mm-hmm. to be successful. And I think we have to shy away from the soft bigotry of low expectations and say, no, you know what? Because of this moment, we are going to have a law school. Let me, let me, let me ask this, because we've, we've looked at this from a, a player perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had the young man, uh, McCord Maker, uh, he, went to, he chose Howard. But in taking a look at it from a different perspective, we've, we've always looked at the student athlete, what, what he could do in terms of changing the paradigm for HBCU. This is a coach who has chosen uh, the HBCU, Jackson State, and the HBCU community. How is that uh, uh, probably a, a little different in terms of looking at a different framework of what it means for uh, someone to uh, ingratiate themselves into this community? Let me make it apples to apples. And here's what I mean by that. Let's take a Deion Sanders. And, and let me be clear, there's only one Deion Sanders. Mm. So this ain't apples to apples. <laughs> <laughs> right. But let's take a guy that has NFL experience, mm-hmm. 
that is African-American in his 50s, may have played high-level ball at a predominantly white institution in college, went on to the NFL, et cetera, et cetera, wants to get into the coaching ranks. Never before have they thought about applying for HBCU position. Hmm. Doug Williams went to Grambling because he's from Grambling. Right. Okay? Mm-hmm. That was just natural synergy there. Mm-hmm. Most of these guys, they look for mid-majors and above. Mm-hmm. Or they just fold their hand on their dreams and wait for the phone to ring in NFL. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe I go in as strength and conditioning coach, quality control, position coach. And by 10 or 15 years through the Rooney Rule, somebody will give me a call you know, for a head coaching position. Mm-hmm. Work for Mike Tomlin. Yeah. Still the standard is the standard. We yeah. like that quote. You know, yeah. I'm not knocking that process. Now what you have is you're going to have a bevy of guys for the next five, ten years who are past their playing days mm-hmm. but still have a great deal to offer coaching. You're like, why don't I? In the prayer, if you got to open one, I'll talk to him. Right. Dion did at Jackson State. Right. right. So it, it, there's this statue in Tuskegee of Booker T. Washington lifting the veil of ignorance off of a slave mm. and just showing them yeah. the world. Yeah. Just yeah. showing them what's out there. Mm-hmm. Dion just lifted the veil for black coaches who have a lot to offer but think that the only path to success is to coach a mid-major or a power five. Great point. Great now point. they know, particularly are going to know, as he is successful. Dion did it, I can. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It worked at Jackson State, it can work here. You're not going to pigeonhole me into just one type of job description. Mm-hmm. And if that job is no longer open or available, then my career is just over. Right? Mm-hmm. I would go blaze a new trail. Yeah. I would go build on tradition. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, these slogans matter. It's, I, yeah. believe, I believe. Right. And I, I just think, man, we can't sit here today as we sit here in this room full of trophies and the Tiger Dean at the AC having just heard this wonderful sermon for our, from our new head coach. Mm-hmm. I don't think we can mathematically calculate all the ripples that are going to come from this day. Neil, you, you, you touched on it off air. He was talking about how, uh, and, and not just paraphrase, you said, of course, Dion's not going to be here forever. No coach is, is in a, one place for you know, mm-hmm. a certain amount of time. But you know, we, we could have some benefits later. And, and I'll kind of let you take it from sure, there. Sure, I, I believe that, Corey. Thank you for that. Because uh, one thing, guys, that for our listeners out there, we get the opportunity to kind of talk before we press record. And we were at this press conference and just sharing ideas and looking at each other's chills bumps and <laughs> high-fiving <laughs> each other. Yeah, yeah, and all yeah, of that. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and I was just, just was sharing with Corey and Chuck that the next coach at Jackson State, Mm. is going to be sitting so pretty. Mm-hmm. And I hate to look down the road and not let have Coach Prime have his moment, but what I was saying, Corey, is that all coaching tenures end. Exactly. Right? They may end happily. <laughs> they may end with poor relationships. But they all end. Right. Whether it's contractually, life moves on, life changes. You know, got kids. Yeah. This is the yeah. business they've chosen. This is the business. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, the, it's Godfather. The Godfather. This is it's what there. we do. We move on. Mm-hmm. So let's begin with the end in mind. If you look back at our last three to five coaches, maybe it's three, maybe it's four, maybe it's five, but just in that track record, we don't have a lot of coaches that left the next coach in a good position. Mm -hmm. We don't have a lot of coaches that left the next coach in just an equal footing. Mm -hmm. We've always been ticking down. Right, right. The next coach after Deion Sanders at Jackson State University you're going to inherit a bigger budget, mm. more name recognition, more recruiting segue, yeah. more resources. Because these friends of the program are not going to stop being friends just as prime leads. Mm-hmm. They're about to be attached to this. Because one thing you have to understand, when Deion Sanders leaves, mm-hmm. guess what he still is? 
Coach Sanders from Jackson State exactly, University. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Just like he is a Hall of Famer for life, mm -hmm. you are a coach of Jackson State for life. Mm -hmm. So we're going to always have his resources, his name ID, his recognition, his sway. I just think that this points us in a direction where over the next two, three, or four years, Deion Sanders, Coach Prime, may not have an indoor practice facility. Mm -hmm. The next coach will because of him. But exactly. Jackson exactly. State may not have an on-campus stadium. Mm -hmm. The next coach very likely will because of him. Right. Same thing with weight rooms, marketing contracts, TV rights, mm -hmm. revenue sharing, mm -hmm. all down the line. Because for these next 24 to 36 months, we're going to put things in place that benefit us for the years to come. Mm. And, and I want to say this, too, about A.D. Robinson and President Hudson. Same thing applies for them. Yeah, yeah. Same thing applies to them. Yeah. They are really Moses-like in what they've done. Because they may not get to go into promised land. Sure. They may just get to look over in it. Sure. But they have gotten us there. Right. And we just got to go through these little days in the wilderness, y'all. Mm -hmm. But there's milk and honey flowing out there that's going to come from this hire, come from this leadership team. Mm -hmm. And I hope that Hudson and A.D. Robinson and Prime, Coach Prime can stay together for some years to come. They mm -hmm. seem to be a great team. Seems to be. Yeah. Uh, seems to be. That, that seems to be. If you heard the podcast last night, if mm -hmm. you watched their interaction today great as they teed each other up, right. great, it, it, it seems genuine and heartfelt. Exactly that we're in this together. I don't know, at least in my 70s to date knowledge, I don't know if we've had a president, mm -hmm. an AD, mm -hmm. and a head coach Correct. on the same page mm -hmm. at the same, same time. time. Yeah. We've had head coaches and ADs that had good relationships, right. but they were on the outs with the president. Yeah. We've had presidents and head coaches that had good relationships, but mm -hmm. the AD was you know, on yeah. the outs. And yeah. then one is an interim, and, and one is new. I didn't hire him. I didn't do... Now you have that this float that's about to go through this bottleneck and mushroom out the other side. It, it, it is. I, w I wish y'all could, could have been here today uh, to see the energy in that room, the awe in that room, the sonic boom. Yeah. When Coach Prime looked at him and said, and to the sonic boom, y'all the best thing since peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> now this is a football press conference. Right, exactly. And he looks at the band and says this. Right. And they loved it. Right. That was red meat, y'all. Yes, it was. Red <laughs> meat. You, where you marry the band and the athletics <sighs> as one. Mm -hmm. uh, tremendous moment there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and I don't want to air laundry, but we have a lot of different funds, a lot of different organizations that all have the goal of supporting athletics, mm -hmm. but there's politics and personality, and that's fair. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, you got Methodist, Catholic, right? They all love the Lord. Right. I mean, I'm not knocking it. You have denominations, right? We have that within athletics. Mm -hmm. You have Tiger Fund, Blue Bengals, the I Love. Mm -hmm. uh, you have 1400 Club. Mm -hmm. You got people who just give individually, but in that church today. Right. Called the AAC? Yeah. There were no denominations. That's true. Mm -hmm. There were no denominations. That's very true. I've never high-fived so many blue bingles in my life. <laughs> I've never fist-bumped so many Tiger Fun guys in my life. Right. We, like, we right. were all in this together and mm -hmm. galvanizing. And, and if A.D. Robinson and head coach Prime and, and uh, leadership President Hudson keeps that going, mm -hmm. if we accomplished four Hall of Famers. Imagine. Fragmented. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Fragmented. Mm -hmm. If we put 99 guys in the NFL fragmented, <laughs> what are we going to do when the president, AD, head coach, fan base, alumni, donors, all going, yeah, we're going to go that way. Mm -hmm. How about that? Yeah. We're yeah. going to go that way. We're going to go that way for at least three years. Yeah. Yeah. Man, what will we do? That, that is a phenomenal point yeah. because uh, it takes a lot to get all factions 
mm-hmm. pulling mm-hmm. in the same direction. Uh, and it's you know, especially you know, our, our culture is is a very unique culture here at Jackson State. So um, I, in that uh, uh, church, if you will, today. <laughs> Uh, you know, we were all under the direction of the pastor. Yeah, we were good. Yeah, you know? yeah we were definitely. We were mm-hmm. definitely. And you know, one thing I'll say about Coach Prime, it really seems like he did his homework. Mm. And, and you know, because he talked about not just football. I mean, he was giving us statistics and he talked about enrollment and he touched on the crime and you know how we can improve that. And I mean, he was the list goes on and on. And it's funny he mentioned that uh, you know I know you talked about that that suit that he had about mm-hmm. two he said about two weeks ago yeah. <laughs> that yeah. he got it. But the way he was talking, I think he's been doing his research a lot longer than two weeks. Right. I think he kind of looked Yeah, at- I, I think that's right, Corey. Uh, <laughs> you know, there's always been speculation of how long this has been going on and who knew what and who knew when and is this the best-kept secret or was it the worst-kept secret? Mm-hmm. Uh, but you can tell that this has not been a secret for him and his <laughs> yeah, outlook and his yeah. personal judgment. Yeah. Uh, that when he remember Houston Hoover driving him to games. Yeah. Yeah. That when he says, and you know, one of the first things I did was I called those greats. I called Eddie Payton. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and he didn't indicate if it was a positive or negative conversation. Sure. But what he indicated was my respect and deference to what y'all have built here. I got to call Eddie Payton. Yeah. And, and and just as important, Chuck, or probably more important, when he looked at the crowd and looked at us, Corey, looked at you, Chuck, and said, "I need y'all. Mm-hmm. I can't do this by myself. Yeah. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. Now here's my plans." Mm-hmm. This is what I believe we can do, mm-hmm. but I can't do it alone. You, you know, I, I picked up on that as well because when he mentioned those names, he's bringing the history into the now. And mm-hmm. that's something that we talk about with this podcast in terms of wanting to bring uh, the history, the lore of Jackson mm-hmm. State uh, to a new generation of Jackson State fans. And today, uh, whether he knew it or not, he touched on it. He mentioned, uh, you know, when I talked to Eddie Payton, uh, Houston Hoover, a uh, former great offensive lineman for Jackson State, played for the Atlanta Falcons, and he brought that uh, into the room a tremendous moment, and, and I mm-hmm. really uh, took notice of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, uh, you know, in that same vein, and, and Corey's mentioned when, we, when he said, I didn't just want to get Jackson State put on the outside of the jacket, and he mm. opens up his sport coat, and it's JSU all over, he said, because I want y'all to know I'm a Tiger inside, I'm JSU inside, yeah. and that this is, uh, that this is family. Uh and and I think that that just shows you his appreciation mm-hmm. and his understanding of this, Chuck. Everybody's talking about, well, is that a good move for JSU? Let me tell you. Let me let me put this to bed. Deion Sanders, Coach Prime, mm. has more to lose than we have. No doubt. Absolutely. Very much so. That's a great that point. That man can come here and go 0-8. We still got four Hall of Famers and two waiting. <laughs> and two waiting, exactly. If he comes here and goes 0-8, and, and 10 years from now somebody's walking through Canton, Ohio, and see that statue of him, and they go, oh, that's the guy that blew it at the swag. <laughs> if you don't think that his competitive nature right. and that his understanding of what he has signed up for mm-hmm. is going to lead him to make sure that doesn't happen, mm-hmm. he has more to lose than us. We, we stand to gain. Yeah. What does he got? Two, three million Twitter followers? Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, Two no. or three million Instagram followers? Yeah. Probably a million point five of those, half of those have never heard of an HBCU or the SWAC or Jackson State. Mm-hmm. They know now. Now. We yeah. won we won already. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we hadn't point. even suited up and we won already. <laughs> yeah. And so, but he recognizes I can't do it without y'all. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. One, a good corner knows mm-hmm. I need them linebackers. Yeah. yeah. I need those defensive linemen. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm great back here because y'all are great up front. Yeah. And he's putting us in that kind of position like, hey, y'all, this is what I bring to the table. Mm-hmm. These are my priorities. This is what I'm looking for. 
but most important, I can't do it without you. Great analogy. And I, I don't know. I've been to <laughs> I've been to more coaching press conferences than Jack State that I care to admit to. <laughs> I don't know if if I've heard a coach we hired say that they needed me. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they put it that way. He set the tone on the podcast mm-hmm. and, uh, and and talking today in terms of what he envisions for this program. And I, it really, it hit home. And I, you know, we talked about that that moment of silence, that 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 reverent moment where people are kind of dabbing at. It, it was the perfect tenor, the the perfect tone in terms of what you've always wanted to hear as a fan. Chuck, well, let me touch you. I know, I know, we're supposed to social distance y'all, but I'm, t- I'm touching him because he spoke to me. <laughs> Like I said, we've been to these culture press conferences before. Mm-hmm. And before today, that you know what the red meat was? Mm. Some kind of all-corn joke. <laughs> Very true. As long as they made some kind of diss of all-corn. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. oh, here we go. <laughs> that man today never mentioned an opponent. Mm. He talked about family in-house. Mm-hmm. This is what we're going to do. Mm. And we're going to do it for the student athletes. We're going to do it for the students in general. We're going to do it for the school. We're going to do it for not the city of Jackson, but this community. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're yeah. going to do it for this community in this city. Mm-hmm. He never mentioned Valley, mm-hmm. FAMU, Texas Southern. Or trust the process. Yeah, right? no, 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 no. Let me tell you, the, the, the process is going to work because it has worked for me. Yeah. yeah. It has worked for me. Yeah. Let's run it down real quick, Chuck. If, if you don't mind, let's, try, let's talk about trusting the process. Let's, let's run this down. Phenomenal college career mm. at Florida State. Mm-hmm. That's big time. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal college career. College Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. Goes to the NFL. Arguably, and almost to no debate, the best cornerback easily in NFL history. Mm-hmm. And I say that with a signed ball from Liam Barney. Yeah, in, in reverence to yeah, the because, great. Because Coach Prime will tell you, I patterned my game after Liam Barney. Mm-hmm. I just took what he did and took it up some notches. Right. And that's the same thing he's saying about coming here. I'm building up what y'all have. You did that without me. I'm just going to add a couple layers to it. Mm. It's not a competition. We're in this together. So NFL Hall of Famer, two-time Super Bowl champion, his – Resume for football is there. Oh, but Neely, he's not a Jack State guy. He's not a swag guy. He's not an HBCU guy. Speak to that. Chuck, you have a couple things. You have race, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And, and you just are black or you're not. Mm-hmm. That's just your genetics. But you have culture. And you don't have to be of a race or of a neighborhood to understand, respect, and value a culture. How about that? Did he go to HBCU? And play college ball? No. Not at all. Mm-hmm. Did he graduate from Jack State, play football under Coach Gord? Absolutely not. Not at all. Mm-hmm. But if you couldn't hear today that he understands, respects, yeah. and values yeah. the culture yeah. of HBCU, of Jackson State, of the SWAC, mm-hmm. you weren't listening. Mm-hmm. How many times did that man say, my people? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. He wasn't talking about Seminoles. Mm. He wasn't even talking about Tigers. Goes back to what you were talking about—the soft bigotry, soft bigotry of low, low expectations. expectations. Yeah, we are sitting here looking at this. Not we. Some of us are sitting here looking at this and saying, "I'm gonna sit back and watch it fail." Mm. And instead of getting shoulder to shoulder with the man and going, 
I'm gonna make sure it doesn't. Mm. Right. Okay. I'm gonna make sure it doesn't. Yeah. I personally, and I know you two, as far as this podcast and everything you bring to the table, personally and professionally, I'm gonna do everything I can to prove him right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even on the things I may disagree with him with. Mm-hmm. I don't want him to fail. Right. Let's let's talk a little bit about those naysayers and. and, and because you know, we, and we touched on this earlier. But what would you say to the to the naysayer who says, "Well, he, you know, he he hasn't coached. He doesn't have that coaching experience." You know, Chuck, uh, Corey, Barack Obama, to my knowledge, has never been the president of a university. <laughs> but I bet you, Valley would take him right now. <laughs> I bet you. Fam, you would take him right now. <laughs> and there wouldn't be a soul on FAMU campus saying, but man, I don't know about that Barack fella. He, he ain't never been the president of HBCU. You know, we different. Man, leadership yeah. is leadership. It is. Charisma is charisma. So. Yeah. It's the reason you can go from being the CEO of Amtrak, mm-hmm. which is trains, mm-hmm. and be the CEO of Baptist Healthcare Systems, which is medicine. Right. Because it's not trains in medicine. It's motivating people. It's motivating people. It's exactly. managing people. Mm-hmm. And you look at this guy's career. He may not have been a head coach anywhere. Mm-hmm. He may not have been. But you can't tell me that that is not a leader of men, exactly. that that is not a culture-changing guy, that he doesn't arrive to a look at what the Falcons were before he got there. Right. right. Look at what the 49ers were before he got there. Yeah. Look at how Dallas went to get him so they didn't have to face him anymore. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Great point. Great, great point. The guy is a game-changer. And I cannot imagine being – um, a football player now and just having access to a proverbial TED talk on a consistent every day. You know, yeah. uh, uh, when you talk about the, the leadership uh, principles, if yeah. you will, that it transfers. Well, you don't have to just be from an HBCU or whatever, but you understand the culture. You talked about mm-hmm. it. And, you know, obviously today uh, he brought all that to the table and he did. Uh, so many, but we were just in awe. In awe. And, and let, me, let me say this about our athletic director. Vice President of Athletics, Ashley Robinson. Uh, you know, we talk about Fortune 500 culture and leadership. Uh, it, it is a lot of organizations out there have leadership who shy away from bringing in a deputy mm. or a VP mm-hmm. that can potentially outshine them. Mm-hmm. It says a lot about your personal values. It says a lot about your professional and organizational goals when you know that diminishing your light and bringing in somebody who might outshine you, so to speak, sure. does not actually out. It just makes the room brighter. Right. And, and to see that we have an AD that is not worried about this bigger-than-life head coach, mm-hmm. then no, I want to be successful. Mm-hmm. I don't mind everywhere I go people going to ask me about my head coach. That's what I want. Mm-hmm. But a lot of organizations, I guarantee you, Jeff Bezos at Amazon, mm-hmm. I guarantee you his VPs are more capable than he is. Mm-hmm. Right. That's why he got them. Right. Right. Because if I don't get you, UPS going to get you. <laughs> and I'm not worried about you outshining me because you're going to make Amazon greater. Right. And we're going to all shine. And everybody's stock options and interest go up. We all make more money. Why is that such a hard concept for people to kind of bite down The soft bigotry. I do it. I do it. <laughs> of low expectations. Soft bigotry of low expectations. I got you. I got you. Those are great test scores for those kids. Mm. That's a nice neighborhood. That's a nice house for that neighborhood. Mm -hmm. He sure is well-spoken for a black guy. (laughs) 
That's a pretty cool podcast for HBCU. For an HBCU, yeah. Now, we've heard that one, Chuck. Yeah, you a great point. Great That's an outstanding hire for Jackson State. Yeah. Man, Jackson State has been about excellent since 1877. That's not an outstanding hire. That's a hire we expect. Right. Right. That's what we built this for. We built this to be successful. Mm-hmm. Why would you fight against your own work ethic, your own belief system Such for point. all these years? Right. This is the culmination, I can guarantee you. And, and Coach Prime is right outside the door, and eventually we'll bring him in. Mm-hmm. But I can guarantee you that he wouldn't be here had Walter Payton not been here. Hmm. He wouldn't be here had Lynn Barney not been here. Right. He wouldn't be here if W.C. Gordon had not been here. That foundation has been laid. That's what made it attractive. Yeah, yeah. So the people who are taking it as an affront that, no, we need somebody who played under Gordon. We need somebody who understands that. I beg to differ and say we have hired somebody that understands it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's why they took the job. Hmm. That's why they wanted the job. Right. Because they saw, oh, man, that is a great tradition. Mm -hmm. It's gotten off the rails a little bit. Mm -hmm. I think I can put it back on. How about that? And I think I can add to it. Yeah. So I'm enthused, Chuck. Uh, I, I just I love where we're headed, and I want to see where it's going to go. No doubt, no doubt, absolutely. Well, fellas, uh, you know we were talking earlier about the phones blowing up, and <laughs> I mean my phone is going nonstop. I could just imagine Dion. You you were saying earlier about the, the, the people who just reach out to him yeah. who didn't know yeah. Uh, yeah. that he even you know was get was in line for his job but when right. they found out on Sports Center today. Right. But Corey, that's one of those ripples that we can't identify yet. This guy has relationships. And as you just said, relationships that didn't know he was in running for this job, didn't know until they turned into sports center that he got it. You know his phone is ringing saying, man, how can I help? How can I help you? How what can, can I, I do? What now, I that's do? not counting the people that for the past fill in the blank days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not going to speculate how long he's known. I'm going to go off the media reports and say he just found out last <laughs> night. <laughs> so that's not counting the people he's called mm-hmm. and say, hey, I need you, brother. Right, right. Hey, you remember that contract you know that can build up blah, blah, blah? I need you. Mm. Hey, you know that defensive line coach that can come in just for a camp and teach this one drill? I need you. Yeah. That's not counting those calls. Yeah. Think about the calls he's getting and say, oh, Prime, man, I had no idea. Right. Let me know what I can do. Right. Absolutely. Let me know what I can do. Yeah. That's everybody from his Florida State days mm-hmm. to his Falcon, 49er, Cowboy, both Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm to his broadcasting career, mm-hmm. to his advertising, marketing uh, prowess, mm-hmm. that's everything he has never he has ever touched, forgive me, is now a part of Jackson State. Yeah, and you've made a point. I mean, we do that in our own relationship. Uh, it's nothing you new. Know, if I look and see Corey is uh, uh, selling a book, you know, it's like, hey, uh, let me buy one. Yeah. You know, it, it's what, you know. Without it, him asking. Without him asking. If he asked, exactly. you're going to buy five. Exactly. But you're going to buy one exactly. just because that's your guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This dude has a lot of guys. <laughs> He's got a lot of guys, man. Right. And all of those guys have gone on to do things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All of them have gone on to do things. Mm-hmm. And you heard him dropping names. Yeah, he knows who Jimmy Smith is. Right, right. Played against him. Yeah, he, yeah. yeah he, this, this stuff ain't foreign to him. Right. You didn't walk. No one walked into the AAC today expecting Coach Dion, Coach Prime Sanders to say Houston Hoover. Who was, it, who was in attendance, by the way? Who was in <laughs> attendance, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Who would have thought that going in? <laughs> he's done his homework. He, he's lived his he's homework. He's lived his homework. Mm. Exactly. But these mm. were teammates. In this. Mm-hmm. He didn't just learn about Jackson State this year. <laughs> right. So for all these people going, oh, man, he's not one of us. Forgive me. Podcast since the hell he ain't. Wait, was Tamika Reed one of us? I mean, I knew she, she's right. from Jackson. Wait, so exactly. I, wait, wait, does, Corey, does that count? Wait, I mean, Corey, see? Okay. I want to look in your eyes. 
Was W.C. Gordon one oh, of us? Right, wow. exactly. Last time I checked, he He's went to Tennessee a, he State. He went to Tennessee State. I think exactly. we should get that. Yeah. And he wasn't just a nobody at Tennessee State. Right. Mm-hmm. He was the man at Tennessee. <laughs> exactly. But he is Top now assistant. a Tiger. Mm-hmm. And I, I expect the same thing from Dion. Mm-hmm. however this ends. Right. However this, whenever this ends. Right. I expect Deion Sanders to live up to his word and to live up what it means to be 1,400 Lynch Street. Mm-hmm. He's going to be a Tiger for life. No doubt. And there was a sincerity in his mm-hmm. words today, and I really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I, like I mentioned earlier, he really reached back and grabbed that history, and, and he talked with a reverence. And if we, we all felt the sincerity of his words, and like you said, just excited moving forward in terms of what we could become. And it's so big, Chuck. How, how many coaches have we ever seen take a job and mention – the kids in the community of the school. Mm-hmm. Right. And not the kids he's trying to recruit. Right. Just the sincerity of, no, I, 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 let's lift everybody up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and, and speaking of that, he made it very clear what he's looking for mm-hmm. and, and what he's going after. Mm-hmm. Got to be smart. Right. Got to be fast. Mm-hmm. Got to be tough. Mm-hmm. Got to be disciplined. And you have to want to play on Sunday. You have to want to play on Sunday. Yeah. We have to understand as a fan base and alumni base and supporters, that paradigm shift and dynamic is going to come with some discomfort. Yeah. It doesn't mean we're now leaving kids behind. Mm-hmm. Just as just as every person doesn't go to HBCU, every person, and let me be clear, black, every black person doesn't go to HBCU, every black person doesn't go to college, but it is the job of us who have gone to HBCUs to uplift everybody. Sure. That's what he spoke on today. Right. You would have thought he was HBCU man. He gets it. Right. Like, no, we're going to uplift everybody. We're mm-hmm. going to use this athletic program, this department, and this football team to do it. But we're going to uplift everybody. It was such an exciting thing just to know that it sounds like it's a culture fit. Mm-hmm. And and we talk about Jackson State having this unique culture. He spoke to a lot of that what makes up that culture today. A.D. Robinson is culture fit. Yeah. A.D. Robinson culture fit. Mm-hmm. He talked about selling programs at Memorial State. He talked mm-hmm. about his time as a childhood child in the AAC just hanging out. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, Tamika Reed is a culture fit. Yeah, mm. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And and now we have another culture fit. Why would I assume it's not going to work when I'm two for two? Yeah, there you go. I'm 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 all in on Coach Bryant. There you go. I'm riding with him. There you go. Absolutely. Well, again, an exciting day, and we have a lot more to come. We're just getting started. Coach Dion Sanders is the head football coach at Jackson State. <laughs> say so, it again. Wait, please say, say that. <laughs> okay, say let, it let me say this again. Deion Sanders. Yeah, that Deion Sanders, the primetime number 21, high-stepping from the 20-yard line into the end zone. He is the head football coach. Like, I don't know. This is not sinking in. He is the head football coach at Jackson State University, so, officially. So, wait, number 21 was announced on the 21st. Yes. And he is the 21st head coach in our, in our coaching history. And he's going to lead our team in 2021. Wow. How about that? Have the stars aligned. Come on, man. <laughs> Stop playing. If you don't go to Vicksburg the mic. and put some money on 21. Drop the mic. If you don't go mic. by that scratch off and scratch <laughs> off those 21. Come on, man. There you have it. There you have it. No doubt about All right. it. Well, well, Charles, can you, it is a great day to be a, a Tiger. It is a great day to be a Tiger. It is a tremendous day. <laughs> To be a tiger. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, stay with us, the 1400 Club Tiger Talk podcast. Again, we'll have, we have a lot in the pipeline, a lot of shows, a lot of guests. We're going to be dissecting this Deion Sanders hire uh, from, from now until, uh, as long as he's here, we're going to be breaking it down. Mm-hmm. So that'll do it for this episode, episode 65 of Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. Thank you to all of our listeners. And again, be sure to download and subscribe to the podcast 
Apple users rate and review the show. And everyone, follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Twitter. I can't stress the importance of this enough. We're looking to do some big things with this platform to aid Coach Deion Sanders and the athletics department. And it all starts with you. <laughs> Downloading, subscribing, rating, and reviewing the show. And tell every Tiger that you know. We're on all podcast outlets. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and so on. And we'll be posting each episode on our Facebook and Twitter pages. As always... Thank you for your support. Go Tigers. Hashtag I believe. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.